0: why do we often chase things that don't truly matter? How can we find genuine happiness in a world filled with noise and superficiality? These are the central questions Mark Manson tackles in his groundbreaking book, The Subtle Art of Not Giving a Fuck. At its core, this book isn't just about learning to care less, it's about carefully choosing what to care about. Manson challenges the modern conventions of always seeking the positive, suggesting that it's our constant chase for positivity that leads us astray. Instead, he offers a refreshing perspective, embracing life's limitations and the inevitable adversities we face. The structure of the book is designed to guide us through this counterintuitive approach, breaking down our misconceptions and rebuilding our values from the ground up. By the end, readers are equipped with a new lens to view their challenges, aspirations, and everyday decisions. This isn't your typical self-help book, it's a candid, straightforward guide to living a meaningful life in a world that often seems obsessed with the trivial. Dive in, and discover a path to genuine contentment that goes beyond the surface. Before we delve deep into the main concepts of this transformative book, a quick note. If you find value in our content and wish to support us, please consider backing us on Patreon. Your support helps us continue to bring insightful summaries and discussions like this to you. Now, let's dive into the heart of Manson's teachings.
1: Counterintuitive Thinking and Rejection of Positive Thinking Have you ever found yourself chasing happiness only to feel more lost? Why does that happen? Mark Manson offers a compelling answer in his book. He suggests that our modern obsession with always seeking the positive can actually lead us astray. It's a bold claim, isn't it? But let's unpack it. Imagine you're always told to think positively, to always look on the bright side. This might sound like good advice, but Manson argues that it can trap us in a cycle of denial and dissatisfaction. By always seeking positivity, we might ignore or reject negative emotions, experiences, or realities. But here's the twist. These negative experiences are a natural part of life and can be crucial for our growth. Consider this quote from the book, Not everything that happens to us is our fault, but it's always our responsibility. This means that while we can't control everything that happens to us, we can control how we respond. And sometimes the best response is to embrace the negative, to learn from it, and to grow. For instance, think about a time you faced a challenge or setback. Maybe you didn't get a job you wanted or a relationship ended. At the moment, it felt terrible, right? But looking back, can you see how that experience taught you something valuable? Maybe it made you stronger, wiser, or more resilient. This is the essence of Manson's argument that by embracing life's limitations and negative realities, we can find genuine growth and contentment. So instead of running from challenges or masking them with forced positivity, Manson encourages us to face them head on, to ask ourselves, what can I learn from this? How can I grow? It's a shift in perspective from seeing challenges as obstacles to seeing them as opportunities. Now think about your own life. Are there negative experiences or emotions you've been avoiding or denying? What might happen if you face them, learn from them, and use them as stepping stones to growth? Remember, it's not about seeking out negativity for its own sake. It's about recognizing that life is a mix of positive and negative, and both can be valuable.
0: Selective investment and values. How often do we find ourselves caring about things that, in the grand scheme of life, don't really matter? How many times have we been upset over a minor inconvenience or someone else's opinion? Manson's book prompts us to ask, what truly deserves our energy and attention? Let's start with a simple exercise. Think about the last thing that upset you. Maybe it was traffic on your way to work, a comment someone made online, or a minor disagreement with a friend. Now, ask yourself, will this matter in a year? Five years? Ten? Often, the answer is no. Yet, we invest so much energy into these fleeting moments, training ourselves emotionally, Manson suggests that the key to a fulfilling life is selective investment. It's about choosing what to care about based on good values. But what are good values? According to the book, they are values that are reality-based, socially constructive, and immediate and controllable. For instance, honesty, vulnerability, and responsibility are good values because they are rooted in reality, benefit society, and are within our control. On the other hand, chasing popularity, material success, or always being right can lead us astray. These are often based on external validation, which is fleeting and unpredictable. Think about it. If your happiness depends on always being liked or always being the best, you're setting yourself up for disappointment. There will always be someone more popular, richer, or smarter. But if your happiness is based on being honest, responsible, and kind, it's within your control. Here's a quote from the book that captures this idea. Values underlie everything we are and do. If what we value is unhelpful, if what we value is poor, then everything we do and think will be out of line with what we actually want. So what do you value? Take a moment to reflect. Are your values helping you lead a meaningful life or are they causing unnecessary stress and disappointment? Remember, it's not a question of not giving importance to anything. It's about choosing what to care about.
1: Growth through pain. How do you react when faced with discomfort or pain? Do you shy away, seeking immediate relief, or do you confront it, searching for the lesson within? Manson presents a thought-provoking idea that personal growth often comes from challenges and struggles. It's a concept that might seem daunting at first, but let's explore it together. Imagine you're learning to play a musical instrument. Those initial days are tough, aren't they? Your fingers might hurt and the sounds you produce might be far from melodious. But with time, practice and yes, enduring the discomfort, you improve. The pain in this case is a stepping stone to mastery. Manson argues that life operates in much the same way. The challenges, setbacks and pains we face aren't mere obstacles, they're opportunities. They teach us resilience, patience and humility. They shape our character and define our path. Consider this reflection from the book. The path to happiness is a path full of shit and shame. It's a candid way of saying that life isn't always easy or pleasant. But here's the thing. It's not the easy moments that define us. It's how we handle the tough ones. Think about a personal challenge you faced. Maybe it was a difficult breakup, a job loss, or a health issue. While the experience itself was painful, did it lead to personal growth? Perhaps it taught you the value of self-care, the importance of perseverance, or the meaning of true friendship. Now, Manson isn't suggesting we seek out pain for its own sake. Instead, he's encouraging us to change our perspective on it. Instead of viewing pain as something to avoid at all costs, we can see it as a natural part of the growth process. So, what does this mean for you? Next time you're faced with a challenge or setback, instead of asking, why me? Try asking, what can this teach me? Embrace the discomfort, learn from it, and use it as a stepping stone to growth.
0: Responsibility and Denial of Entitlement Have you ever found yourself thinking, why did this happen to me? Or, I don't deserve this. It's a natural human reaction to feel victimized by circumstances or to believe that we're entitled to a certain outcome. But Manson introduces a transformative idea, taking responsibility for our actions and emotions, even when things aren't our fault. Let's dive deeper into this. Imagine you're walking on the street, and someone spills coffee on you. It's not your fault, right? But how do you react to it? Whether you lash out in anger or handle it calmly is entirely up to you. This is the essence of Manson's argument about responsibility. It's not about blame, but about control. By taking responsibility for our reactions, we reclaim control over our emotions and our life. Manson writes, We are responsible for experiences that aren't our fault all the time. This is part of life. It's a powerful reminder that life isn't always fair. But instead of wallowing in self-pity or anger, we can choose to respond in a way that aligns with our values and goals. Now, let's talk about entitlement. In today's world, it's easy to feel like we're of something, success, happiness, love. But Manson challenges this notion. He suggests that believing we're entitled to a good life without effort or setbacks is a recipe for dissatisfaction. Life has its ups and downs, and no one is exempt from challenges. Think about it. If you believe you're entitled to success without hard work, what happens when you face a setback? It can lead to feelings of resentment, anger, or despair. But if you approach life with the understanding that challenges are natural and that success requires effort, you're better equipped to handle setbacks and grow from them. So, what's the takeaway? Manson encourages us to shift our mindset. Instead of seeing ourselves as victims of circumstance or as entitled to certain outcomes, we can choose to take responsibility for our actions and reactions. It's about recognizing that while we can't control everything that happens to us, we can control how we respond.
1: Embracing Uncertainty How comfortable are you with not knowing? In a world where we're often pushed to have all the answers, Manson introduces a refreshing perspective, the value of embracing uncertainty. It's a concept that might seem unsettling, but let's explore its profound implications together. Imagine you're planning a trip. You've got everything mapped out, from the places you'll visit to the food you'll eat. But once you arrive, you face unexpected rain, a closed attraction, or a surprise local festival. Now, you'd resist these changes, sticking rigidly to your plan. Or, you could embrace the uncertainty, adapting and discovering something new and unexpected. Life, Manson suggests, operates similarly. Manson writes, Certainty is the enemy of growth. Think about that for a moment. If we're always certain, always sure of our beliefs and views, where's the room for learning? For growth? By acknowledging that we might be wrong, that there's always more to learn, we open ourselves up to new experiences, ideas, and perspectives. Consider a time when you were sure about something, only to realize later that you were mistaken. Maybe it was a belief, an opinion, or a memory that realization, that moment of uncertainty, might have been uncomfortable, but it also offered an opportunity to learn and grow. Now, Manson isn't suggesting we doubt everything or live in a constant state of indecision. Instead, he's highlighting the value of being open-minded, of being willing to question our beliefs and assumptions. It's about finding a balance between confidence and humility. So, what does this mean for you? As you navigate life, be open to the unexpected when faced with new information or experiences instead of resisting or dismissing them. Ask yourself, what can I learn from this? How can this challenge or expand my current understanding? In essence, embracing uncertainty isn't about being lost or aimless. It's about being curious, adaptable, and open to life's rich tapestry of experiences. By doing so, we not only enrich our own lives, but also deepen our connections with others, understanding that everyone has something valuable to share.
0: Commitment and depth. Have you ever wondered why fleeting moments of pleasure often leave us wanting more? While deep, meaningful experiences provide lasting satisfaction, Manson delves into this, emphasizing the importance of commitment and depth in our pursuits. Let's explore this together. Think about relationships. In today's digital age, it's easy to have hundreds, even thousands, of friends or followers on social media. But how many of those connections are truly deep and meaningful? Manson suggests that true contentment comes not from the breadth of our relationships, but from their depth. It's about quality, not quantity. Consider this reflection from the book. Depth is where the gold is buried, and you have to stay committed to something and go deep to dig it up. Whether it's relationships, work, or passions, it's the deep, committed involvement that brings genuine fulfillment. Imagine you're learning a new skill, say, painting. You could dabble in it, creating a few pieces here and there or you could deeply commit, studying techniques, practicing regularly, and immersing yourself in the art world. While the first approach might offer quick, fleeting satisfaction, the latter, though demanding, leads to mastery and a deeper sense of achievement. Now, Manson isn't suggesting we commit to everything. Instead, he's emphasizing the importance of selective commitment. It's about choosing what truly matters to us and diving deep into it. It's about recognizing that while it's okay to have a wide range of interests, true fulfillment often comes from deep, sustained involvement. So, what does this mean for you? Reflect on your life. Are there areas where you're skimming the surface seeking quick wins? What might happen if you chose one or two areas to truly commit to, to dive deep into? In essence, Manson's message is clear. In a world that often celebrates multitasking and breadth, There's unparalleled value in depth and commitment. It's these deep dives, these committed pursuits, that lead to genuine mastery, fulfillment, and contentment.
1: Mortality and Legacy How often do you think about the legacy you'll leave behind? It might sound morbid that Manson introduces a powerful idea. Recognizing our mortality can help us prioritize what truly matters. Let's journey through this thought together. Imagine you're at the end of your life, reflecting back, what moments, actions, or contributions would stand out? Would it be the hours spent chasing fleeting pleasures or the moments you made a genuine difference in someone's life? Manson suggests that by keeping our mortality in mind, we can make choices that align with our true values and the legacy we wish to leave. There's a poignant reflection in the book. You'll die and taking that fact seriously helps eliminate all the unnecessary time wasters from our lives. It's a stark reminder that our time here is limited, but instead of being a cause for despair, it can be a powerful motivator. Consider the concept of legacy. It's not about being remembered as the richest, most popular, or most successful. Instead, it's about the positive impact we leave on others. Maybe it's through acts of kindness, contributions to a community, or simply being there for someone in their time of need. Now, think about your own life. Are there things you're doing merely for external validation or short-term pleasure? What might change if you focused more on the long-term impact of your actions? On the legacy you'll leave behind? Manson's message is clear. By recognizing our mortality, we can prioritize actions that have lasting meaning. It's not about being morose or constantly thinking about death. Instead, it's about using this awareness as a compass guiding us towards actions that align with our true values. In essence, our time on earth is limited. But by focusing on the legacy we wish to leave, on the positive impact we can have on others, we can lead a life filled with purpose and meaning.
0: In our journey through Mark Manson's The Subtle Art of Not Giving a Fuck, we've delved deep into concepts that challenge conventional wisdom, urging us to embrace life's imperfections, prioritize our values, and focus on depth and legacy. Manson's insights remind us that true contentment doesn't come from avoiding challenges but from facing them head-on, learning, and growing. It's not about seeking constant positivity, but about finding genuine meaning in both the highs and lows of life. Thank you for joining us on this exploration. If these ideas resonated with you, I wholeheartedly recommend diving into the full book. There's so much more wisdom, anecdotes, and practical advice waiting for you. And if you're interested, you can find an affiliate link to the book in the description below. By using that link, you'll not only enrich your understanding, but also support our content. Remember, life is a journey filled with challenges and opportunities. With the right perspective, as Manson suggests, we can navigate it with purpose, depth, and genuine contentment. Until next time, keep exploring, keep growing, and embrace the subtle art of living meaningfully.